From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In East Palestine, about 20 miles south of Youngstown, officials say the derailed train cars are no longer burning, but will remain on site for a few more days as the NTSB investigates. Many people who live in that one-mile evacuation zone are desperate to get home, but concerned about what they may be returning to. James Justice is with the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency. Part of the the reoccupancy plan, return safe home plan that we're working on based on the data uh, will be making it optional for people who want their homes screened to take readings inside inside their homes. But at this point, we we don't know if decontamination or cleaning will be needed until that happens. Residents were originally evacuated Friday when the train derailed. They were allowed to go home on Saturday, but forced to leave again on Sunday, just a day before the controlled explosions at the crash site. The train derailment and evacuation in eastern Ohio this week shines a spotlight on a concern some industry watchers have about freight trains. ONN's Chase Bachman in Toledo reports. Chemical disaster expert Fred Millar says train derailments happen more often than you think, and a lack of regulation means it could happen in large cities. Now that would not necessarily protect you know, small areas like East Palestine, but, but I'm just saying that the railroads don't even have to avoid Chicago or or Pittsburgh, or any other major uh, population center. Chase Bachman reporting into Toledo. In last night's State of the Union address, President Joe Biden exhorted Republicans to work with him to, quote, finish the job of rebuilding the economy and uniting the nation. He also mentioned Ohio a few times in the speech. Within minutes of beginning, Biden mentioned the Intel project in Licking County. Outside of Columbus, Ohio, Intel is building semiconductor factories. On a thousand acres, literally a field of dreams, it's going to create 10,000 jobs, that one investment, 7,000 construction jobs, 3,000 jobs in those factories once they're finished, jobs paying an average of $130,000 a year, and many do not require a college degree. He also mentioned a bridge in Cincinnati and cited both as examples of the two parties working together. Projects like Brent Spent Bridge in Kentucky over the Ohio River, built 60 years ago, badly needed repairs, one of the nation's most congested freight routes, carrying $2 billion worth of freight every single day across the Ohio River. And folks, have been talking about fixing it for decades, but we're really finally going to get it done. Biden declared that America is unbowed, unbroken in the face of the pandemic and economic threats. It was his first speech to Congress since Republicans took control of the House in the midterm elections. Jurors heard opening statements yesterday in the trial of two former Ohio State football players accused of kidnapping and raping another student. ONN's Lindsay Mills was in the courtroom in Columbus. Amir Reap and Jocelyn Wint have both pleaded not guilty. Taking the stand in her own defense, the woman who reported to police, she was raped by Reap and Wint. Testimony revealed prior to the alleged incident, the woman and Reap exchanged messages on Snapchat. She testified there were no romantic undertones to their messages. She agreed to hang out with Reap the night of February 4th, 2020. She says Reap forced her to have sex and she had no opportunity to say no. Cell phone video was shown in court, taken moments after the alleged incident. Both sides saying it's this video that serves as important evidence. I'm Lindsay Mills. 
A student is out of the hospital after being stabbed at Cedarville University. ONN's Yolanda Harris reports. This happened in the morning at the Stevens Student Center. Police say a student was arrested in the case, but they have not said what might have led up to the stabbing or if the victim and the suspect knew each other. I'm Yolanda Harris. Cedarville University is located about 25 miles east of Dayton. A key figure in Toledo's fight to stop gun violence will not be employed by the city for much longer. Earlier this week, it was reported the city's deputy safety director, Angel Tucker, was out of a job. ONN's Amanda Fay has more. It turns out he is still employed by the city for another three months. The city is eliminating his position as part of a reorganization of the safety department. However, according to a letter sent to Tucker, he will be paid administrative leave until May 5th. That means the city will be paying him more than $30,000 not to work. As far as next steps for the department, we're told we could learn more next week. I'm Amanda Fay. Valentine's Day is less than a week from now, and restaurants are starting to fill up with reservations. ONN's Tracy Townsend talked with John Barker of the Ohio Restaurant Association about how planning ahead can help these restaurants make sure they're properly staffed. Representatives from the Ohio Restaurant Association say staffing levels are starting to improve, but many businesses, they say, are still short-staffed. New numbers from the most recent employment survey show that staffing levels at restaurants across the state are still down about 10 to 20 percent compared to where they were before the pandemic. We just can't get enough people to to come back into the workforce. It's not just our industry, but ours because we have so many people. We need 585,000 total people just to service all the restaurants in Ohio. I'm Tracy Townsend. One of Ohio's big fishing tournaments kicks off in Toledo next month. And this year, metal detectors will be used to scan the caught fish after last year's big cheating scandal at a tournament in Cleveland. Two men were criminally charged after being accused of putting weights in fish in order to win a Lake Erie fishing competition. If they were not caught, they could have gotten away with more than $28,000 in prize money. Mario Campos owns Mommy Tackle in suburban Toledo, which sponsors the upcoming tournament. Uh, we'll have some people come in, talk to them, conduct some interviews. Uh, we'll be doing metal, running metal detectors tests. If we think there is a questionable fish, we reserve the right to cut the fish open and check it out, make sure there's nothing besides fish in the fish. The Maumee Tournament begins on March 16th. First place gets $3,000. And former Cleveland Cavalier LeBron James now holds the all-time scoring record in the NBA. In the third quarter of the L.A. Lakers game against Oklahoma City last night, James pushed his career total to 38,388 points and broke the record Kareem Abdul-Jabbar held for nearly four decades. The game stopped for a ceremony, and James had tears in his eyes as he thanked the crowd, Abdul-Jabbar, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, and others. I thank you guys so much for allowing me to be a part of something I've always dreamed about, and um I would never, ever in a million years uh, dreamt this even better than what it is tonight. More than 23,000 of James's points were scored with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Special thanks to our affiliates, WTOL-TV in Toledo, WBNS-TV in Columbus, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.